Yo, 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 what up, Colin? Heckin' Cool Dads, episode 37. 37. That's my golden episode. Nice. Yeah. What'd you bring us to drink today? Let's get uh, right into this shit. This is uh, Sparkler by Six Point Brewery. I've never had it before. I've had Six Point stuff. Their resin double IPA is really awesome. Uh, I figured it's the Christmas episode, so uh, let's get something a little bit more festive. So I have two things. One, I thought this was... I already was... spilled it on myself. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, I thought this was a... So this is an IPA. It says it's a hazy IPA, but it's a brute IPA. Infinite Loop IPA series. This can does not say IPA to me. This can says, no. I'm sparkling water. Yeah. Like. Uh, well, it says it's a brute IPA, which is a thing. Which well, is like a, when I hear brute, I think champagne. Yeah, and it's dry like that. Oh, so, okay. All right, so. That's, that's the deal with the brute IPA. Let me get in here. Let me yeah, see it's pretty good. On. Mm. Can's really cool, though. Yeah, I really gold, like it. It gold. looks, um, the can looks like, uh, it would be high-end fashion print, like Louis V yeah. or like some Gucci or something. This is a yeah. Gucci can. Feeling it. Uh, so it is 3.30 on uh, Monday Motherfucking after. Monday. That's right. You know why? Vacation dads. Vacation dads. Vacation dads. Heckin' cool vacation. <laughs> uh, Although, didn't you go in the office? Today? I did. I went in the office for a little bit this morning, and there was a total of six people out of over 50, so... It was, it was it was nice. I got some stuff done. Beatrice came with me, and uh, then uh, came home. <clears throat> so I am now out for the rest of the year, and you're out even longer. I am out. Um, although I did commit to getting on the day after Christmas, so the 26th. I'm going to get on at 7:30 in the morning my time uh, because I work with a lot of folks overseas, and that's like. I don't know. It's like six or it's like five p.m. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna do do a refinement session uh, just to keep things moving. Just yeah. gotta keep shit moving, man. That's how we do. So, uh, Colin, I want to start with: Did you put anything on the Trello board? I didn't. God damn it, Colin! I didn't. This week disappeared. It like it just like done. Well, I went in there and put on some random shit. You did. I yeah. even looked at it. Sorry. I no, I, I mean. Quite literally, I was putting things on the board as I was driving here. <laughs> it's Christmas time. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're going to, I guess if you're listening to this, we are taking next week off. Yeah. Holiday um, break. Holiday break. We're not going to pod um, just to give ourselves even less to do because if we're on vacation from work, we should just also be on vacation from this. So <laughs> yeah. next week, no pod. And it's just that time of year where it's just like, even though this only takes like usually end to end about three hours yeah. you know, from leaving my house to getting home. Driving, setting up, doing yeah. the pod. Yeah. Uh, even though that doesn't seem like a lot of time, it is kind of like a, oh, there's that. You know, it's like a big block of time. Yeah. And so. it's it's also because uh, it's usually during one of the two days that we have off. Yes. So it feels like a larger block. I mean, shit. I'm, sometimes I'm not – I'm at work three hours. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of bad about that. So, yeah. What do you want to get it into, Colin? It is the Christmas episode. Uh, I don't know. What, have, what did you do last weekend? Uh a lot of nothing. Oh, no, wait, wait. No. I got the standing desk. I think I said that mm-hmm. on a previous uh, episode. Um, I went to Menards to try and get, like, a nice pizza uh, piece of uh, butcher block because I wanted to make, like, the, the top of it I wanted nice. And, like, I've traditionally always used, like, you know, two-by-eights or something like that and just uh, joined them together and made yeah. my own top. <clears throat> um, this time I was like, you know what? I want something prefab. 
I don't want to do the work. I just want to reap the benefits. So when I got the standing desk, I set that whole thing up, and then I was very motivated. I tried to go get butcher block, and I wanted something that was uh, at least 27 inches deep, right, just due to me having monitor, like two 27-inch monitors and speakers for recording, like studio speakers and shit like that. I knew kind of like what I wanted. The depth of countertop I wanted only came in a length of 96 inches. I don't have a truck. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. I just wanted it cut down. They would not cut it for me, which is really weird. I thought like everywhere would give me like one cut. Yeah, but since it's butcher block, it's already like prefab wood. It's <sighs> not like just a plank of wood. Yeah, but it's fucking wood. Yeah, like I just know. take your stupid little saw there's and saw a, the There's thing. probably a liability there. Uh, no, it's actually way simpler than that. They only have a chop saw uh, at Menards. Like, so they don't do any of those cuts. Like, when you go to Lowe's or Home Depot and they'll, they got that weird, yeah, they got that weird saw set up. It's like a table saw yeah. sideways, kind of. Yeah. yeah, which, by the way, I don't know what that saw is called, but I kind of just want one in my garage. <laughs> those fucking things just seem to make everything way easier. It's really just a circular saw that's it attached is. to an arm. Yeah. So I, I'm sure, like, we're, again, this is where we need Ben. Yeah. Ben will get his little fingers on yeah right now we sound like a two idiots who don't know how to use a hammer i can use all the other saws it's just that i'm not even confident that that's a real saw like i feel like that's something special that those places have it might be a real saw speaking of two two days ago uh i can't remember what like the kids were joking about something laughing about something and uh i don't know the context of this but i just remember rowan yelling out Cut it with a hammer. Cut it and with I said, a hammer. I said, everybody, stop. <laughs> stop. And I was like, Rowan, do, do you not know what a hammer does? And he goes, oh, I didn't mean to say hammer. And I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, oh, my God. Does my 11-year-old son not know what a hammer is? Yeah. Am I anyway. failing that hard? <laughs> Long story short, I didn't get it. I ended up uh, picking up a panel of edge-glued pine. And pine's, like, really soft, so, like, it wasn't. I never intended for this to be the final thing. Came out great. Sweet. It's fucking amazing. It looks great. In fact, I went back and bought a second one and bought some legs and shit. And I'm making my wife a, a, uh, a desk right next to mine. Nice. How much is a uh, slab of butcher block at Menards? Uh, the ninety six inch length. Ninety six inch length. So this is like what you would use for normal countertops, not like an island. Um, I think it was a hundred and like sixty bucks. So I was going to say, because that's about how much it is at Ikea, too. Yeah, but Ikea is not full butcher block. Right. It's like veneer over top of fucking particle. Uh, the one I got is Oh, then is you got wood. an old one because they don't wood. sell it anymore. But uh, Specific question in the frequently asked questions on Ikea. Wow. Well, I'm wondering if the reason why is because it doesn't acclimate as well as you would hope. No, it's I, actually, it's purely conservation. I got it, and uh, I let it acclimate for a day i guess that wasn't long enough and uh when i put it on i didn't give the the uh screws enough room to breathe Mm. and dude it looked amazing it got up the next day and that fucker was bow really oh my god it was we realized uh we have realized since having the butcher block countertop that we just are not in a time in our lives that we can have butcher block countertops <laughs> we just we just suck at taking care of it you mean like oiling it and shit and, and like kids like spilling shit on, there was a bag of Kroger or like like Kroger brand tortillas on the counter and it was just sitting on the counter 
and overnight one of my cats knocked over a glass of water mm. and it just sat in the water and now there still is like a little bit of the ink imprinted backwards on my fucking countertop what? because it just sat in water you well the, the the benefit is you can sand it that is true but it's just it's too much work uh, right now i want to get a granite countertop and call it a day just because I can, you can cut on it, you can wipe it off easy. It's, <clears throat> you got to seal those too. No, I know, I know. Yeah. I had one before. Yeah, because uh, people don't realize that, but granite is actually porous, and if you don't seal it, it will absolutely absorb any fucking thing. Like I didn't know that at the last house. I set a soda on it for too long, and it got a ring. This fucking ring was there like a year later. Crazy. I was like, whoa, shit. Um, talking some fucking. We did. We just we went Menard off into some Menard shit. Um, <laughs> And long story short, we're I'm getting the this break, this like two week break. I'm getting the office done. Nice. Like that is my fucking goal. Um, and so what else I've been up to? I I think I said this on the internet, but I'll say it here too. It's amazing the things you learn about yourself, um, and it comes at the most least expected time. And something I learned about myself uh, yesterday was um, I need a Tesla. Yeah, you got to tell me what's the, what's the scoop here? How do you drive a Tesla? Okay, so. We okay, so fucking number one, multiple like all kinds of my coworkers are buying them, like left and right. It's fucking weird. So I assume mostly Model Threes because it's the yes. inexpensive one. Yeah, well, inex- yeah, sixty grand, relatively inexpensive, yeah. sixty grand. Um, but yeah, multiple of my coworkers are getting them. So we've been playing with them a lot recently with like the summon feature and shit like that. And then every time somebody gets one and they haven't done it, we're like, let's go do the fucking summon thing. Uh, but. Other than that, I have a I have a buddy named Steve who I should know this by now, but every time he hits me up and he goes, "Hey man, going Menards, want to grab lunch?" I'm like, "This motherfucker got something new." I don't know what it is yet, but he got something new. And the past couple times, he's been like at his final form for new shit. He drove a fucking Challenger Hellcat, which I don't know if you know is like 750 horsepower. Yeah, it's crazy. It's un- unbelievable. And I was terrified to ride in his other Challenger that was like 400 and some horsepower. Um, anyway, so last time he had come over. No, I lied. Two times ago, or a few times ago, he had the Hellcat, right? Uh, then he's like, hey, you know, I'm going to come by. I'm like, what's this motherfucker got now? He shows up with the Harley that has the, uh, what the fuck does it have? Is it it's the, like the live wire, the electric one? No, it's not uh, that. He showed up with a Harley with like a very, like a Porsche engine or something. It, it's a specific huh. Harley that they did where a, a different company did the engine. It's like it. very sought after. Um, just stumbled upon it. Did, like the guy who was selling it didn't even realize the one he had, and he got it for like multiple thousand less than he should have. Hmm. So this time he hits me up and he's like, "I'm going to Menards. You want to grab lunch?" I'm like, "Sure." And in my, and I don't say anything, but in my mind, I'm like, "This motherfucker got something new. I wonder if he got a Tesla." And then, sure as shit, he pulls up in a Tesla, and we're like, "We're going to lunch." He's like, "You want to drive it?" I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I want to drive it." Uh, you know, we get on the road. He's like, "Go ahead and step on it." It is un fucking I, believable i've heard that it feels like it's like slipping out from underneath you it is incredible i i can't even describe it like and it's it's also different because if you've been in like muscle cars and things like, like that thrill dragster yeah it dude it takes off like that it's if they're fucking practicing we'll have to just shut this bitch down early today um anyway so drove a tesla uh we go to lunch he's like hey Let's go pick up Kyle. We're like, I'm like, cool. He's like, go ahead and drive it again. I'm like, fuck yeah. So we get on uh, that stretch of 315 that you like. We went down players, got on that stretch, and he's like, oh, uh, the gear shifter, just tap it down twice. I was like, for what? Tapped it down twice. Bitch went into auto mode. 
and it was like steering, dude, every two seconds I'd grab the fucking wheel because the moment we're going around a turn and there's like a car coming at you, fuck it. I'm not, I am not chancing it with that. But once we got into like a more straight area and I was a little more comfortable, I turned that shit back on and could not believe what the fuck was happening. Yeah, I've always wanted to drive one. To, to, to drive one, I just haven't had a chance to try it yet. They actually uh, brought them brought up every series to our work one day, and you could sign up to drive them mm-hmm. and shit. Uh, I don't know for what, but I did not do that. Um, get a motherfucking cyber truck. Just what? say fuck it, that, get a cyber truck. Oh, that Tesla one. Yeah, mm. outfit some Mad Max style guns on the outside of it. I think it looks like a fucking war machine. Yeah, it looks crazy. Did you see, like, uh, fan renderings of what the Tesla truck should have looked like? It looks way more like what Tesla would have designed, but I think that's uh, that's the appeal. He just said, fuck you. Hey, what do you guys want? And he gave everybody everything they wanted, but he should have said, hey, what do you want it to fucking look like? <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, no, the other thing he showed me is, like, we're sitting, uh, grabbing some coffee, talking about website shit, and uh, he goes, oh, check this out. You can download performance mods on your phone. Like you go in and you pay like two grand and you can upgrade your car and get a performance upgrade, software upgrade that takes your car from doing like, and I'm going to fuck the numbers up, but it's like 4.6, zero to 60 down to like 3.8. Just be, just because you pay two grand and get a software update. It is like the fucking Kemper of cars. <laughs> it's crazy. Speaking of software updates. I just read that the movie Cats. Oh God! You know, it's been. We all saw the trailer and it looked terrifying. Yeah, it's been getting like the worst reviews of all time. Not of all time, but it's been getting terrible reviews. I guess the director of the movie he wasn't done. He really wasn't done with the CGI when it needed to come out to the at the date they committed to. Yeah, they are this weekend giving a software update to the movie. To try to try to, to clean up some of the special effects, the movie's getting a fucking patch. That's it's like fucking Cats one point one. Yeah, uh, they did a similar thing with Sonic. It's so weird. Well, that one that wasn't out yet though. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, this yeah. is out, and they're sending, they're doing satellite uploads to the theater, and then theaters that don't have that capability, they're sending a hard drive. It's crazy. Damn, that is crazy. But yeah, Sonic, they, the, the trailer came out and all the fans were like, wait a minute. Yeah. He looks terrifying. <clears throat> they went away for a year. Mainly the eyes. Some, something else, like the speaking weird of human movies. Teeth. teeth. That's true. Uh, speaking of like movies, something else I saw that's going to start happening recently is, um, like with streaming shit, like Netflix and shit like that, because it's all streaming and they can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, like product placement. Mm-hmm. That's obviously been a big revenue driver. Um, since product placement became a fucking thing, right? Yeah. Um, what they're going to... So, number one, most product placement nowadays is not actually done during the movie. It's done CGI after. Crazy. Yeah, which is... A lot of people don't know that. So they're going to take that one step further and target... Like, you may watch a movie and see a Coke product, Ugh. and I'll watch a movie and see, like, a fucking Pepsi product. Because they are, since it's going to be done after the fact... The streaming service can detect what you're more likely to respond to and show you a billboard or whatever. Isn't that fucking it's crazy? Just like, yours is just like Ivan has guitars at yeah, Sweetwater's yeah. website. Dude, how do you know my life? <laughs> how do you know my life, Colin? Uh, like, why are these fucking guitars showing up in everything I'm watching? <laughs> watching really... a period piece from like 1915. Yeah. 
Then there's a fucking... When you said period piece, I immediately went to, like, vaginal bleeding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know that's bad, but... <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, uh, I didn't really do a whole lot over the weekend. I, uh... Um, I'm getting a little laughter in the background. Watched a couple movies and did a lot of sitting around. And then, like, then I found out that my father-in-law and mother-in-law were staying at my house for a couple days. And I didn't really realize that. So then it was like, holy shit. So then I, like, spent, like, all day Saturday, like, deep cleaning. And mm. so that was that kind of weekend. But pretty relaxed. I'm just glad to be off work, man. It Like, I feel like it. this is a, a week and a half off work is kind of what I need. Do so. you do you ever take stretches of week, time off like that? I'm not good about it. It was funny. I got to work today, and one of my coworkers said, "Do you take PTO? Because you're always here." And I was like, "Well, yeah, I do. I I often take it in fits and spurts. Like I'll take a day, or I'll yeah, take that's a half that's day what I do. Like that. But uh, um, I try at least a couple times a year to take a whole week off. It's just really hard for me to disconnect, and it's really hard for me to. I'm I'm learning to like trust other people to keep things under control mm. i just it, i just get really like oh really ang- anxious about, about how things are going and not that i don't trust people but just it's just who i am just no I'm, I'm the same way like i always took off uh i take off like a friday like a thursday friday and a monday like that'd be like the extent you know which, yeah, which gives you five days but it, it was because i was doing a lot of like weekend weekend warrior like travel to a tattoo convention and shit like that yeah and i don't really do that much anymore um, we talked about this last time. Uh, we talked about, are you done Christmas shopping? So are you done now? No. <laughs> nope. Dude. Nope. I even like, I even put it in your ear last week. I know. That's my style. <laughs> That's my style. So what, what's your plan? What are you doing? Huh? You, what are you, what are you going to do? Are you going to, you going to shop? Yeah, I'm going to shop. What are you going to do? Are you going to a store? Yeah. What the fuck? I'm going to do some shopping tonight. You like the chaos? I love the chaos. Do you? I you feed, feed off, off of it. Ah, Ooh. you see? Ooh. No, I, I. This I I always do this. I just put shit off and then I just do it. it. But you know it's it's I work really well under pressure and like this is like I like I like going shopping and I like going. Oh yeah, this is what I want to do. I have bought some things. Yeah, I'm not like it's not like I'm starting from zero here. Okay, I'm finishing up. Well, that that makes me feel a little better. But it started to give me a little bit of stress when you said no. I mean, I was literally getting a text from my coworker when we were talking, making just to make sure the package was at my desk before I go back to the office to get it. Nice stuff like that. So, um. Excuse me. Um, Yeah, so we got pretty much all of our shit done. Uh, Our oldest is at his grandparents, so his stuff's just all out in the open, like getting wrapped today and shit like that. My wife was like, oh, if we're going to pick up anything else, like we still got to get a couple things for the stocking. Um, He wants some more tall socks. And I was like, what's wrong with his tall socks? And she was like, (laughs) and you shows where my mind is at. She was like, uh, he doesn't really like to wear them. He says they're crispy. Oh! <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> they're crispy. And she's like, no, not like that. And I'm like, I don't you sure? Like, yeah. I'm like, are you sure? I mean, they, he's 10. I don't really, I don't really recall when that shit jumps off, but he doesn't want to wear them because, 12. uh, I think I was 12. 12. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Ugh. Um, do you guys do you guys do Elf on the Shelf? Fuck no, we've never done any of that bull fucking shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's it. That shit seems too stressful to me. I, some of my friends are like, "Oh shit, forgot to move the Elf." I'm like, uh, "Okay, 
No, like, what I mean, the it, fuck, it, fuck that fucking it album. is. It is. Uh, there's two things. One, there's two pressures that come with an elf on the shelf. Is one is the uh, oh shit, uh, you know, I go to bed and it's two a.m. I'm laying in bed, just getting comfortable. Like, god damn, I need to move Sparkle, you know. So <laughs> then I gotta go find another place to hide it. Uh, so there's that pressure of forgetting. And there, uh, this year it's only happened once. Last year it happened like four times where we forgot. Mm. So like, Sparkle's in the same place. And I was like, maybe she really liked that spot. You know, uh, that only happened once this year. Mm. Um, Wait, like, real quick, real quick. Do all of your kids still believe in Santa? I think. You, I don't know. Have you had, you've, so, but you've not had any uh, official conversations. I'll, get, okay. I'll, I'll go back to that in a sec. The other big pressure is social media and people like doing stupid shit with their, like, no, it's hard enough to find a fucking place to hide a thing. I'm not going to, like, spend an hour making some elaborate display where it looks like it's, like, Snow you angels. know, getting the fuck into my pantry or some yeah. shit. Like, that. No, I'm going to take it. I'm going to set it somewhere. Okay. And then I'm going to take it and I'm going to set it at another place. You're like the fucking uh, 1-800-GENERAL now. Like, you're the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> we did get, we did get like, a kit where you you insert like metal rods into the arms and legs and insert uh magnets into the hands mm-hmm. like this comes with a little seam ripper and it comes with like things to sew it back up like it's an official accessory thing so then he can you know now he can or she can bend her things her hands and feet around things her hands can clasp together yeah uh, your elf is a girl is that what you're yeah. telling me sparkle yes. okay yes. got it and, I didn't realize. And, the, and the reindeer jingle um do they have names or did you no, name you it? give in oh, the okay. end of the book when you read them the book it says now it's time to name your elf. Dude, that shows how much I know. I didn't Dude, I didn't even know there was a book. The marketing department at Target is cuz I'm pretty sure it's a Target thing. No I'm, shit. I'm fairly certain or at least they I'm fairly certain it originated as a Target bespoke brand. Mm. And uh so uh uh brilliant marketing. Mm-hmm. They're just selling a shit ton of this fucking book and the thing keeping kids in line with a new santa type story yeah it's wild uh but no you know i don't know i don't know because i asked them all this year straight up i was like do you think sparkle's real do you think santa and stuff and all three told me yes i don't buy it uh because a a couple things one last year miles he was eight last year and he said i asked him i was like do you believe in santa and he goes uh i i don't know i think it's just you guys though so, I believe in the concept of so, Santa. <laughs> it's a relationship, not a religion. Um, but uh, uh, no, so I don't think he does, and I can't imagine that Rowan does. I, I just, I, I think he's playing the game. I think he's playing along. Because yeah. I have, I, you know, when Miles said that, I said, okay, that's you can, can believe that. Don't, you know, your sister still very firmly believes in him. Mm. So, you know keep it up you know what i mean like don't fucking yeah. ruin it for her. and uh but i, I they might <clears throat> i don't know i don't know uh so, beatrice definitely does i mean yeah. she wrote like a letter like a with a list and put it in an envelope and you know all that stuff like she very much believes in santa mm-hmm. and she very much believes that the elf is real so it reminds me of the thing i posted the other day the when you said wrote a letter oh oh my god dude I could, I, it's make, it, it makes me want to tear up thinking about it. Yeah, it's I, fucking wild. For, for, uh, context, it was basically a letter. Was the kid in, the, was he in an orphanage? No, it was a kid and his mom, uh, oh yeah, it was escaped, a domestic, had escaped yeah. an abusive man. That's right. We're living in a shelter and it was his letter to Santa. 
Yeah. And, you know, it, everybody keeps getting hung up on the, like, I want a very, very good dad. You know, that's the sad part. Yeah. I think the saddest part was when he was like, are you coming? Are you even coming this year? And it's right. like, he's like, I'm in this shelter. Are you coming this year? And I'm just like, oh, my God, no child should ever have to live like that. Yeah. Oh, hurts me. <clears throat> yeah. Hurts me, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, wow, that bummed things out. No, it, it didn't bum things out. I mean, let's keep the bum out going real quick. Uh, did you watch that Netflix show called Don't Fuck With Cats? No. What? What? Yeah, there's this. Okay. So we tend to like go overboard on Netflix and like watch a shit ton of stuff. And then we just don't really go to Netflix for like two or three weeks. Like after that. Sure. And then by the time we come back, there's like all these fucking new trailers and shit to. So I log on maybe like, I don't know, not not even a week ago. And there's this fucking uh, show or I should say three part docuseries called Don't Fuck With Cats. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And uh, it's basically about it's about this dude. I, I want to say he's a Canadian dude. Um, cause now, fucking Canucks. Yeah. So long story short. Uh, a video service online. It was like a video of this dude who's like kind of shielding his face and stuff. He puts these little kittens. The, the video is called One Boy, Two Kittens. And he puts these two kittens in one of those vacuum bags and then like sucks all the air out of it and suffocates these cats and posted the video of him doing that. And then after that, um, it was uh, he posted other videos and like there became this whole community that was like, let's fucking find this dude and it was like they were like data people there was all these people um lending their efforts every night they would come home and just analyze the video and try and pick everything apart and like the dude that did it was super sly and the, and he did certain things in the video or played certain music and did to throw people off like all this shit was hella premeditated you think it's this normal ass fucking like booty ass video set up and everything you're analyzing was all like shit he planted basically right um, so it's these people trying to find it and they're like trying to alert the cops and tell them, you know, they basically found out who he was Crazy. and was like, you need to go to this dude before he kills somebody. And then later he posts a video of him killing somebody. So it's a, it's a really, really interesting watch. Crazy. You gotta, you gotta that check sounds that right out. Up, that sounds right up Sierra's alley, which means that I might enjoy it or I might be bored by it. When it comes to the true crime stuff. No, this one, this one's fucking interesting because Uh, I'm like you, I'm very hit or miss. I don't get into all those like serial killer documentaries. A lot of them are uh, honestly kind of boring. This is, this was very interesting. Sweet. Uh, Speaking of fucked up stuff on camera, I just watched literally like an hour ago, watched this crazy shit I didn't know existed. So in the early, in 1984, somebody tweeted this, Uh uh, in 1984, this dude, uh, they were there was a news report where they were they had caught this guy who kidnapped and raped his son. Okay, whoa, twelve year old or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. And uh, they're perp walking the guy through an airport, and this is live on camera. Okay, and the the boy's dad was pretending to be on a payphone, and as they walked by. Shoots him in the fucking face wow. on air, dude, or like in the side of the head. On the, and like he just, he just, it's so quick. He's like he pretending on the phone. And he just turns, he goes boom. The guy goes down, and they all tackle this guy, 
And then, like, the camera zooms in, and there's, like, blood all over the place. Like, this was on the news. Yeah. It was wild, man. That's crazy. Uh, there was a, a government official that uh, Bud Dwyer? Yeah. That thing. Dillinger wrote a song about it or something like that. I think it was Dillinger who wrote a song, something, the Bud Dwyer incident or something like that. Yeah. The, I, the first time I watched that, I it, like, traumatized me. I, really? I was like, I can't believe I just saw that. The first time I saw that was on Community Access. Like, we had a Community Access. Damon's X? It, it, I think it was. <laughs> I literally think it was. I think it was fucking Damon's X. Um, man, for those of you who don't know who Damon's X is, you got to just go look this dude up. He did really weird shit on Community Access. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he like ate like a used tampon or some shit like that. This was before he, my time. This is yeah, before yeah. I moved here. He but I've only to, heard the stories. I don't – I mean he used to take a tampon and like dip it in juice and like suck the juice out and dip it in juice. Like just do really weird shit and it, like he had his face painted white and shit. Yeah. I think we talked about this once before because like Jordan Holland worked with him. Yeah. I, I was not going to say that but yeah, he totally did. <laughs> like just regular ass office dude. Office dude so by weird, night. Man. Or office dude so by day. So weird. Yeah. Uh, there was also that one incident that happened like three years ago. It was like in Eastern Europe or something like that where there was a politician who – Gave us like a speech on the floor of a parliament or something like mm-hmm. that, and then you see him drink something, and then he fucking and falls cyanide over. or something. Yeah, like he he fucking poisoned Man. himself. It's crazy. That's dude. That's fucking crazy. It, you know what else is fucking crazy is just cult shit in general. Like w- when I think about poisoning and stuff like that, I think yeah. about I don't know what is going through people's head and like how devout. They have to believe in something to be sitting there going, this dude just told me I need to cut my dick off and and my nuts. (laughs) Like you would think that at the moment, like as a man, right, with a dick, uh, you would think that having that in your hand with a knife or whatever utensil you've chosen and you're like sawing at that thing, like that would be the fucking light switch to take you back over to reality. But no, these motherfuckers, like most of them castrated themselves. You must be able to, like, with true brainwashing, really burn someone's synapses or something like that. I don't know. Ah, I don't, I don't know how you. Know. That crazy. shit is wild. So it's like absolute hardcore conditioning. It's so crazy. Oh my god. Um. So what else went? Ha- what else happened this week? Oh, do you follow like rap beef at all? Uh, no, not generally. No, Who's okay. beefing? I mean, lots of people are beefing, but I follow. I fucking love diss tracks. Like, I live for diss tracks. (laughs) I am usually the one that's, like, right there. And I forgot to say anything about this last time, but Nick Cannon has been writing diss tracks about Eminem. I, you know, I saw uh, Eminem, Nick Cannon in the same sentence, and it seemed like there was beef, but I didn't. Okay, so I'll give you, like, the... Nick Cannon? Dude, Nick fucking wilding out Cannon. Like, Nick Cannon, the host of... The mass, the mass singer. singer, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like Mariah Carey's man, there, therein lies the problem. So, oh. yeah, so you know, like, uh, I don't know if it was ever confirmed. That's one thing I don't know. Is, uh, Eminem's been like talking shit about Mariah Carey for like fucking ten years, sure, right? And uh, most recently, what ha- what reignited all this beef is Nick Cannon goes on Ti's podcast and says some shit, and it like I feel like fan the flame a little bit like you know Eminem hadn't said anything for a little bit mm-hmm. and then Eminem did a track recently with Fat Joe and uh, Mary J Blige I think it's called Lord Knows and I would say 70% of the verse is about Nick and Mariah 
crazy. Yeah. And so from that, Nick releases his first diss track. Total fucking garbage, by the way. If you just didn't assume that already. It's, I assumed. It's total garbage. But Nick does hang out with a lot of like actual battle rappers, like Hitman Hala and people like that. Like these people come through wild and out. Legit like underground battle rappers and above ground battle rappers, like real fucking dudes from URL and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> he releases the track. Obviously, Eminem, like, probably laughed it off because it's fucking garbage. He released a second track. I mean, followed up, like, in, like, two days. In true, like, you know, rap battle fashion. Like, followed up quick as fuck. That motherfucker released a third track. Like, the first one was called, like, The Invitation. And I don't remember what the second one was called. But the third one's called The Invitation's Cancelled. And he tried to do... Kind of what Drake did to Meek Mill, where, like, Drake waited four days and then released back-to-back, and it was, like, the fucking nail in the coffin. Um, He tried to do the same thing. He even references back-to-back, like, in the battle, right? Uh, So, long story short, do you remember when Eminem was, like, really at the height of his career, and that thing came out? It was, like, a he was at a party rapping, freestyle or something, and he said something wild, like... uh, don't date black girls. Black girls only want your money or some shit like that. Mm-mm. You don't remember this? This was like a big controversy way back in the day. You might have been like hella emo at the time and Probably. like couldn't even fathom getting down with some rap. No. So you like how I just like subtly dissed you? It's not a diss. Okay. My bad. I, I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try. I've come to terms <laughs> with the fact that I, I literally tweeted about this, something similar to this earlier. Today, oh, really? About how there is a part of my life that is just... It's totally my fault. I was just too cool metalcore guy. Really? I just threw everything else out. Yeah, so I had a I had a similar thing, but regardless, <laughs> rap rap never like I was never too cool for rap because that's like that's, I was never too cool for rap either, but I wasn't like down in it like you were. Yeah. So I was for a while. Like, I was in the nineties and then I have been for the last like ten years. Yeah. So long story short, he there's this freestyle out there that says a couple like uh negative things about like black girls and how like you should date white girls instead. Like it so he took that and made that the chorus of this third track. Oh, shit. Like, that's pretty tight. I'll give him credit for that. The rap is still trash. Everything sure. about it is straight straight fucking trash. <clears throat> and, like, without Eminem's name attached to this, nobody would be checking for it. Nobody would give a fuck about it. It racked up, like, a couple million... The third track racked up a couple million views on Worldstar, like, in one day. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, typical fashion. And I had posted on Worldstar and said something like, Oh, no... You know, without Eminem's name attached to this, 20,000 views, tops. And, like, I just kind of threw that out there. I woke up in the morning and had a fucking bazillion notifications oh, from YouTube. Jesus Christ. You, what's going on I think I'm going to puke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, had, like, a billion notifications from YouTube. Apparently, it was a, a very popular comment. It was my mini viral success. It wow. had just, like, wow. hundreds upon hundreds of likes and mad replies where people were, like, you know. Bump, fist bumping look me. at you look at me i, had, look at I had my moment colin that was it it came and went i can't dude. believe you haven't you dude you gotta go like you gotta go listen to those garbage ass tracks look what? at look at the barcode yeah the barcode's fucking wild that's cool but you only need like a little line yeah yeah that's that, that's what's cool about it uh slipknot should release beer a partner how metallica did that one oh, the I'm stone sure, beer. i'm sure there's a slipknot and beer. there should be a people equal shit barcode <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking cool? Yes. I, I'm sure there's a Slipknot beer. I'm sure they've collaborated with somebody. Well, like in Iowa? 
No, no, no. I'm sure that there's like I'm sure some big brewery collaborated with him at some point. Everybody has. I mean, Macedon did. I, like, so many big yeah, metal bands why, did that. What the fuck? Why have we not drank Slipknot beer then? Oh well, let's. Okay, maybe we'll make it a thing in 2020. Try to get our hands on all the band collabs. That would be really cool. Yeah. All right. That I will take that on as a as I was about to say priority, not a priority. Yeah. I will take that on as a task. Put it okay. on the board. Put it on the goddamn hey, board. I'll put it on the board, but I also gave you the credentials to the Twitter, and you don't fucking use that. So. <laughs> Dude, I feel like a lot of shit has happened that I haven't talked about. Did I tell you our babysitter quit? You told me that. Did I tell you off air or on air? <laughs> Probably off air. Uh, yeah, so our babysitter quit. That's all I'm going to say about that. Fucking done. Well, I mean, it's it's also... We kind of did it to you guys too, so you did. That's I and you know the, the babysitter after you also did it. She quit with like a month and a half notice to go back and be a teacher. So it's like, you know, it's, it's one of those like it's not you, it's me type yeah, things. And, like, you know, it, this this shit sucks. I I, I mean, I, I I've never we've never had to have a babysitter, so I I don't pretend to to understand. But, you know, like in our situation, it was like. Hey, here's this great job for you, but you have to start in like three weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, and it has been like the most amazing thing yeah. for us and for her. So no regrets other than it was tough for there for a minute, but that sucks, man. So this is three in a row. Yeah. Um, but this one actually works out because so she quit mid December, right? And it was one of those situations where there were things happening and I was. I definitely didn't like some of the situations that was happening. I wanted to get back into – I wanted to get into a daycare ASAP. So I started visiting them myself. Even if my wife couldn't make it, I was visiting them. Um, I was dead set. It was like one of the biggest stressors of my life. Um, you know, I want I want to rectify this this situation. So my wife also didn't like some of the stuff that was happening. The difference is when I look at our babysitter, I would say this is – Somebody who we know is just kind of a, a loose uh, friend, you know, there's no obligation to keep being our babysitter. There's nothing like if you start speaking your mind, there's no guarantee they're not just going to quit. And I could recognize this and then from a business standpoint kind of say we kind of got to play the game. Just shut your mouth. You know, we have a babysitter or we have our daycare starting uh, on the 27th of January. We just got to ride out these oh, next okay. two so months. You just got to, yeah, you just got to ride it. Yeah, we got to ride these two months. Um, so don't, don't go fucking pissing her off. Like, let's, if you want to speak your mind, let's just wait two months and, and say it, right? Um, so she starts talking to her, and like, of course, she doesn't hold back much. She does hold back, and she is very diplomatic. I'll give her like super, super credit on that. Like, I read what she said, and it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all, but I, the lady still felt attacked. Um, like person, like personal character attack or whatever. So she goes, you know, after after Christmas break, I won't watch her anymore. So I said, damn it, you know, look what you did. Like you're too busy winning the battle, not the war. Like we had our little conversation about it. Um, and I said, don't, do not press it anymore because if she fucking quits tomorrow, we're fucked. Also, your ass is sitting home with her for two months. <laughs> like, because we ain't got no, we got no one to turn to. We got no family in town. We got nothing. So I was like, we have nowhere to go. We're fucked without her. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, but she's a business and blah, blah, blah. And we pay her. And I go, it doesn't fucking matter. There's no contract. She's just a person watching kids. Like, don't do it. Be smart. 
She keeps talking. The lady quit the next day and sent back the remaining. You get yourself in trouble talking about this right now? Fuck no. <laughs> Who? For my wife? Yes. No. No. We've had the same conversation. Like, I, I wouldn't come in here and put her on blast if I hadn't already had the conversation with her. <laughs> this uh, bitch. Yeah. Listen to what this bitch. Look, look at that whiteboard over there. Fuck you, Kyle. Yeah. Fuck you, Kyle. Uh, I tell Kyle that every um, chance I get. And I put that on there, and we haven't we haven't had practice since. I put that on there like, man, you know what? Maybe I just put that on their last podcast. Yeah, episode. it wasn't here. Yeah, I wasn't here since. Yeah, I think I, I think I put that on there. So I was waiting on uh, Kyle to show up. So I went, "Fuck you, Kyle." <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, that's the update on the the babysitter. Um, <clears throat> I have a question for you. So I don't know about you, but like in the in when it's late at night, my mind fucking wonders. Even when I try to lay down and. Uh, get rest. Mm-hmm. I lay there and I think about the craziest shit. And so I started thinking about like that's called insomnia. Oh yeah, I have that badly. Right. That's that's why I just stay up and do shit until I'm so exhausted I fall asleep. <coughs> like it's it's a thing I do. Um. Anyway, so I like how like every couple years these questions come out and people will say like, "Hey, is this food this or that?" So I have two okay. that I want your opinion on. Uh. Number one, how do you what do you classify a hot dog as when it's served on a bun and stuff? A meat. Okay. Uh, is it a is it a sandwich? Oh, oh, that's the question. No. Uh, hot dog on a bun. Is it a sandwich? No. It's a. It would be considered like a hoagie or like a sub. Do you know that the Merriam-Webster uh, dictionary classifies it as a sandwich? Fuck Miriam. Fuck Webster. Yeah. It's not a sandwich. Why? It's, it's not two goddamn pieces. It's one piece of bread with a split in it. So. Is a pita a sandwich? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't Why know. am I so mad about That's this? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I argued with myself. I was like, hold on. This is some kind of American taco. No, no. Yeah, it's a sandwich. There it is. It's a taco. Kind of. A, a sandwich is one, one thing, a bunch of stuff, bookended. Yeah, I hear some talking. We're fine. Um, but but what does define a sandwich? Is it Does it have to be separate to be a sandwich? I think so. Because subs are considered sandwiches, and often sub buns are not cut. It is a – oh, okay. It's a modification of a sandwich. It's a submarine sandwich. Yeah. Damn it. Well, okay, then a hot dog's a sandwich. Yeah. Fucking – can't it just be a hot dog? The hot dog is only the hot dog. It's the meat. When it's served, yeah, I know. that's like calling it, oh, can I have a turkey? No, it's not a turkey. It's a turkey sandwich. No, but you it's say, a hot dog sandwich. You say, can I have a burger? Yes. You're describing the meat. You're describing the meat. You're not. It doesn't have to be on buns. Can I have a burger sandwich? Can, can I have a burger <laughs> between two pieces of lettuce because I'm keto? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then the other oh, one that, that the other one that keeps me up late at night is is cereal soup. Is it, I've thought about this before. Is it breakfast soup? No, it's not. Uh... Yeah, it kind of is. It kind of is exactly. And isn't a gyro really just a Mediterranean taco? Yeah. That was like a couple weeks ago when I said that uh, uh, Uncrustable is just a ravioli. <laughs> it's you know a what? piece of bread that's with a filling it that's is. pinched around the sides. I feel it. <laughs> I'm so about it. That means that, um, you know those Hostess pies? Yeah. Fuck it. Those are raviolis too. Sure. I'm with it. Dessert ravioli. Dessert. Yeah. You got Dessert-iolis. breakfast soup. 
Desertiolis? Desertiolis. You know, I, I can't front, like, we should brand it now. Dude, that, like, actually could be, like, a thing. Yeah. Nobody take that idea. Yeah. That, it, it, you heard it here first. Desertiolis, you... <laughs> what? What's the date? Mark the date down right now. December, December 23rd. <laughs> 2019. You heard it here first on the Heck and Cool Dads podcast. If Desertiolis, even the concept of it comes out, that's my shit and Jeff's shit. Can I say that... Uh, Two times before this, I have either had an idea stolen or something uh, started using the name. So, number one, my old um, clothing. I talk, Anchor up. Yeah, Anchor up. So, I talked about um, – I talked to somebody specifically about what my vision was for it, who I wanted to get. Oh, so this is even grosser than somebody just coming up with them on their own. No, and then that exact person got the same people and made a clothing line and came, like, speed to market, like, came to market way faster, snagged thousands upon thousands of dollars of business at the same conventions I was at. Same name? No, not the name. They didn't take the name. Oh, 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 oh. Just the same concept. The exact concept. I mean, what can you really do about a fucking clothing line? The whole, the, the difference is they primarily went to all the same conventions I went to, did the same thing, and then tapped all the same resources, had them make designs for the people that I said, I want to get this person to do this. They basically recreated all that, but had uh, unlimited supply of money to quickly go to market with all of that. Mm. Um, and then the other thing was I used to make these, uh, I used to make doodles when I was bored. Like I would be, I'd take whatever food I was eating and somehow incorporate that food into little doodles with guys. Like one time I had this wafer and I bit it down all crazy and it looked like a saw blade. So I made a saw blade or I made it the saw blade. Well, I used to hashtag all these on Instagram foodles, F O O D L E S. And like, a year after I started doing this, like, and people would be like, "Oh, dude, are you gonna do? Are you gonna do more foodles?" Like, it was just like a weird joke. I took grapes and I made a guy lifting weights, and the weights were like bending the bar, and that was the grapes. Like, <laughs> I would just do little shit like that. It was just dumb little doodles with food. I hashtagged them foodles. Foodles, foodles. became a thing. Wow, I was like motherfucker. But uh, that's did you not- start it though? Did I start it? Yeah. I mean, not a, not officially. I just kind of did foodles. I mean, it's weird. It's weird uh, to like. Can you imagine like people who like just started stuff, and then like people just did it, but they never got credit for it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like I found out a couple years ago. I think I might have said this on the podcast, but I found out a couple years ago that uh, you know, like the TV guide mm-hmm. interface, like the the channel. Did I talk about this? You've you've talked about it in relation to your dad. It is okay. So then I have talked about it. My dad invented that. Yeah. He designed You said it. In, until until somebody proves him wrong. Oh no, that was tabs. Oh okay. this is another thing. Yeah, I found you, out I found out a couple years ago that my dad designed the first scrolling TV guide. Yeah, you did mention that. So this, now anybody who episode. goes to any fucking hotel room and turns the TV on. <laughs> what's up, Simula? <laughs> the the what the fuck? Did you guys have a, did you have a name for it? Ooh, I just used my last name on this. Can we bleep that out? Why? I don't know. Dude, first of all, if you go to your goddamn Instagram, <laughs> it says your name right there. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to understand that. Oh, man. No, but uh, yeah, it's weird. My dad's invented a bunch of interface design shit that he didn't get credit for, and it sucks. Well, it also depends uh, if he designed it while working at a company because, you know, they take – 
credit for all that shit. Well, no, because he's got he's got he's got stuff. He's got patents with his name on it from his companies. Really cool. So, yeah, that's neat. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something. Else. Oh, when I was young. So like before, when I was young and knew everything. The freshman by the Verve Pipe. Nope. You don't remember that song? No, I I remember that song. I'm noping it because it's nope. His his son went to my school. Uh, he, he we were in the same grade. He was in my class. Really? When I was in elementary school, <laughs> they were from Grand Rapids. Uh, also, that song's in a fucking American '90s classic. So fuck you. It's a bunch of nope. Anyway, it's a whole bucket of nope. Um. Come, come okay. down over there. I'm okay. Uh, I went to school. <laughs> He's talking shit about the fourth pipe. <laughs> I went to school with a kid with the last name of Harper. And th- first of all, this kid was fucking amazing uh, basketball. And it turns out both of his uncles were professional athletes. His dad was a, co- a collegiate athlete that like got hurt and never made it to the pro. But two of his uncles were. One was Ron Harper for the Bulls. And one was another Harper that... <laughs> I can't think of the dude's name, but he played for um, Atlanta Falcons. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, fucking totally weird. But anyway, that's as close as I got to fame. Um, where were we? I don't know. You fucked us up, Colin. I'm sorry. Oh, my! I know what I was say. My brother used to tell me, oh, you can't breathe? Grab your nostrils and hold them out. And, like, you'd be able to breathe. And I was like, whoa, that's totally fucking weird. He's like, yeah, if there was only some kind of, like, mechanism that would do that for you. And then Breathe Right Strips came out. <laughs> oh yeah, because they do kind of just they just pull your nose up. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, man, you really missed it. Like mm-hmm. you, you had an opportunity to to make a killing. Mm. I have a question for you. Go. What do you want to do when you retire? Have you ever thought about this? Yeah. Do you ever think about like what you want to do like just when the kids aren't at home anymore? Like if you'll live differently? Uh I would wear less pants. Yeah, but um, but uh, no, I mean, I would sleep in the nude if I my kids weren't at home. What's stopping you now? Like, you ain't got a lock for your door? <laughs> Honestly, are you worried about uh, like picking the lock and still, sliding in? We're still working on a try getting a seven year old girl out of our bed every night at three in the morning. Mm. We're still working on that one. Lock the dude. I'm telling you, a lock is wonderful. Just lock the fucking door. Yeah, but that involves me then getting up at three thirty in the morning and having a crying argument with my daughter who wants to be in my room so bad. So we're working on it, Jeff. Booby trap the bitch. <laughs> not, and I'm not saying bitch you like call you're, my daughter. No, 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 no. Bitch. I knew that. I knew that it sounded. It could be misconstrued. The bitch in the story was the house. Booby trap the bitch. Like set up a booby trap. And she'll be so terrified to leave her room, she won't do it anymore. <laughs> like, pick one of the uh, assortments. Right, well, what do I want to do later on? Yeah, G- I, give me the uh, give me the short plan, the long plan. So, the short plan is like when kids are out of the house. You gonna live any differently other than the pants? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I want to live differently. I just want to just have more time to max and relax. That's the thing. When I retire, the same thing. I, I, I'm not like I don't want to. You wouldn't like you, – you don't want to live like in a different house, in a different environment, anything? Maybe. You know, I I really like our house and I like the idea of like this is our house. You know what I mean? I like that idea. Though I was driving here and I'm always really jealous of like the houses on Cook Road that are like where it, where it's like, oh, you know. With the ravines With and the shit. ravine. Like I would love to get a big ass house in the city, in the woods. So sweet. 
Um, but uh, and the reason you don't, I'm assuming, is because there's no neighborhood to kick the kids out into, right? No, I would love it. I would, right now, right now, it's the reason is because I don't have money. But uh, I mean, I mean, like it would be so amazing to be like, go get lost in the woods, go fuck off into the woods, yeah, but get the fuck out you, of here. You know what, like my thing is like they need to be able to go outside and engage with other kids. Yeah, that's why we're in a community right yeah. now. Post post kids like when they're either shit when she's when my daughter is old enough to drive and drive herself away from the seclusion. I'm trying to get secluded right then. Inner city seclusion. That being said, it would be cool. I don't know about when my kids are gone because I, you know, when my I got we got married, we had kids young on purpose. So like I'm gonna still be like, hopefully like working heavily. You know, when my kids are gone, uh, I mean, one of them is seven years away from from eighteen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, my goal is to. I guess my goal is to get them all out of the house for one because mm. I feel like there's always one who hangs around. It's me. Um, but uh, so there's that. And then – but I think when I retire, no, it would be cool to like get a bigger place like out in the middle of fucking nowhere but not too far out. Like it would be cool to like live in like Yellow Springs. <laughs> I was going to say – are you gonna? Are you go, like where I live? Like, no, no, no. Far out, but not too far out. Well, no, you're actually a good distance. Like to me, that like kind of, you know, ten miles or so past the outer belt. Yeah, right. That's where you're yeah. at about eight, yeah. ten miles. Uh, uh, like to me, that's a good sweet spot. You have it out on the west side in Hilliard and Dublin. You know, like just outside of there, and on the on the on the east side, you get you're starting to get towards like Lancaster and stuff like that. Mm. And and uh, like there's it's cool places out there, but I was thinking like you know like go into like a cool small community like Yellow Springs or something yeah. like that would be cool. And Yellow Springs specifically, there's like sweet, beautiful mid-century mansions and stuff like mm. that. Like that would be so cool. Yeah, and it's crazy the the amount of house land everything you can get once you oh like, get God. out of that shit, and you're not worried about oh Dude, what are the schools like? I got a friend. I got a friend who lives in Springfield. In this old Victorian house, homestead on a huge property with a barn and all this shit, you can get so you can get stuff like that just forty five minutes from here, forty minutes from here for so cheap. Yeah, so cheap. I know that's why I think about it because again, I know I've said it several times, but the reason that we're in a community and we're in the burbs in the first place is we want to feel safe about kicking our kid out or saying, "Hey, no media, it's time to go outside." You go outside. He can ride his bike around the neighborhood. I feel comfortable with yeah, that. Yeah, I love that. He goes and you know picks up the other neighborhood kids. They're all in each other's love it. house. We, same thing. Love that shit. Now, and we gotta obviously we need that still through my daughter being, uh, I'll say sixteen, because I'm assuming that both of the children are going to get their license pretty quickly. Um, they're gonna be on it. You know that sixteen. And they're driving themselves. Once they can drive away from the seclusion. So, like, when my daughter is 16, oh, fuck that. I am – we're getting out of that burb mm-hmm. feeling. We're getting something else. We've always wanted to have, like – I don't want to say land. Just a few acres. Just something that, like, if I want to set a bonfire, nobody's going to, you know, tell me no. If I want to build a fucking treehouse, nobody's going to tell me no. If I want a hammock seven feet up into two trees, like, nobody's telling me no. And right now we're in an HOA and they tell you no and like you have See, now that's one thing I'm glad I'm not in a, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, within D- double-edged sword. Within city ordinance. Yeah, double-edged sword. You're not going out back and firing off any guns. Also, if you have a neighbor that just has an abundance of car parts in their driveway or something like we don't have that because right. it it 
Right. It's a double. I get sword. it. I get it. Um, and then, dude, retirement. Fuck that. Like, I'm. We are selling the house, and we're getting a mobile home, and we are traveling. Dude, I. That's one thing. Uh, Sierra, and I, see now that is something that Sierra and I are committed. Not retirement. Not when the kids are gone. But like, we are. Once we get some, get our debt paid down a bit, we definitely want to get a camper. Yeah. And I want to get a camper, but I don't, I'm not necessarily in, I'm not, I don't want to get like an RV and like drive all over the place. Like I want to get like a trailer a camper behind. and fucking park it at a campground, like a family campground. That's my spot. Yeah. You know, my friend's parents have one just down uh, in like Nelsonville area, 45 minutes, hour away. Yeah. And it's like their spot that's fenced in for their dogs. They built a deck. You know, it's awesome. It's just like yeah. their vacation spot they can go to on the weekend after work. You know, it's just fucking an hour away. That's what I want. We've been wanting that now for, God, five, six, seven years. Can I say that if I ever hit the lottery, that's the first thing I'll buy you? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Just going to let you know that. And then for me, I'll just take a Maserati Ghibli. Um, cool. Or something cheap like that. Um I mean, they're about as much as the Tesla, I guess, sixty grand, something like that. Anyway, yeah. I so I think Maseratis are ugly. No offense. Oh my god! Oh, are you, you fucking you kidding me? Yes. Fight? Are you kidding me? I don't really like it. I don't really like Italian sports cars all that much. <laughs> I am. Fu- I don't know what to say, man. You know what? You know what gets I, me? I like Ferraris. You don't? I do. Oh. I like Ferraris, but for the most part, I like shit like uh, German stuff like Mercedes and BMWs and stuff like and that. I got the horses in the back. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, no, I fucking love um, Maseratis. I, you know what? You know what I most like about them? This is crazy. I like the interior. There's something about the interior of those cars, and I feel like... That, I haven't seen a Maserati interior, so that's fine. A lot of people don't judge cars by the interior, but I'm like, that's where the fuck I am 97% of the time. Like, I'm not riding on the hood of the car. Like, sure, it looks cool and shit, but I think all those cars look pretty cool. Um, I like the logo. I like the interior more than anything, though. So, fuck it. Just get off that subject, because I don't want to have to get frustrated at you. You know, we could talk about... Uh Colin Simula's favorite records of 2019. I would love to talk about this because I saw this list. I saw your list on uh, Facebook. Instagram. Was it Instagram? Maybe I Facebooked it too. Anyway. Doesn't matter. I saw your list. There were some things I agreed with. There were some things that I was like, this motherfucker, we have different taste. So if you want to take a few moments, get your little phone out. It's funny because I texted you and I was like, can I do a like a five minute editorial? Yeah, and I was like, I'm going to pretend that I know what the fuck he's even talking about. Opinion piece. He wants to talk for five minutes. Opinion piece. No, 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 no. I just, you know, I've always done a top ten, mostly because it's just narcissism. It's just like, hey, here's the records. I, I feel like I have a good opinion about albums, so here's what I've been listening to this year. It doesn't matter in the end, but it's something that I just like to do. It helps me kind of reflect on. Hey. The, was that a was that a Lincoln Park reference? What did I say? Doesn't matter in the end. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. <laughs> but in the uh, end, I no, I just do it. It makes me feel good about myself. No, it, it makes me reflect on the music this year. It makes me think harder about music and what influences me and what I enjoy. And I like sharing that with people. So, All right. so hit us off what every is- year. Every year, I put up a top ten. Uh, in the past, I've done it on the blog. 
Sometimes I've tweeted it, Instagrammed it. This year I thought, hey, why don't I say it out loud on a podcast off the top of my head? Um, so, you know, prefacing it by saying that this year was whittling it down to 10 was extremely hard. So much fucking great music came out in 2019. Are you fucking Facebooking? <laughs> I'm going to. I'm on. Your have page. I already? Have you already tuned out of this shit? No. I was going to see if I could locate your list. It's on my Instagram. I know. Postback. I thought it was on both. <laughs> so I went to Facebook to see if I could quickly pull it up. God, you are judging. I'm just. It's funny. I just look over and I'm like, oh man, he is spaced out as my wife is when I talk about this no, shit at home. I'm still. I'm still here and I'm. Still oh man, talking. I just want somebody to enjoy this. Because my wife doesn't. Um, number 10. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Ghostine. Thoughts on this record, Jeff? I'm just kidding. Don't you even. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's really, uh, emotionally heavy piano music. Uh, Nick Cave is one of my favorite artists. I'm sure you've heard Nick Cave. Yes. Like you've heard Red Right Hand. Yep. You know, uh, a couple years ago, one of his twin boys was 14 and fell off a cliff and died. And this is the first record that he's written since then. And it is a very, very emotionally heavy grief album. What's and your favorite part about it? Music or lyric? Both. That's the thing with Nick Cave is like, it's just, you take it in. I like to listen to it really loud because you just kind of take it in. You feel the pain. And you feel the heart in his voice and his piano, but then his whole band is really good at because mm-hmm. it's like the bad seeds. It's like eight guys, you know. So it's like it's it's really big when it needs to be big. Got it. Number nine. Number nine. Inter Arma. Sulfur English. So Inter Arma was a band I came around really slow on. Uh, I, I don't know why, but they're just it's really really I, the way I I consider it. Uh, it's like stoner death metal. So, like, it's blasting and it's death metal riffs and stuff like that. But then there's, like, long, drawn-out, repetitive passages. And everything has, like, a, a thick slab of reverb on it. So even the blasts and stuff like that are just, like, huge. And uh, there's just a lot. It's, 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 it's a, there's a lot here. There's some songs that are, like, slow sung songs. or songs that are, like, some of the goddamn heaviest shit I've ever heard. Um, when you talk about this band, I just hear bad recording no it sounds awesome really okay i'll give them a uh, shot it sounds it sounds awesome if i mean if you're looking for shiny polished recording no but it is like it's 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 big and heavy but also really natural uh, it's yeah. cool it's not shitty it's Got great it. all right uh number eight number <laughs> you're like move this along number eight uh blood incantation hidden history of the human race now this record death metal technical death metal a little bit of prog in there a little bit of old school death metal uh this band got this record had a lot of hype everyone was talking about it before it came out and generally records with that much hype i disregard uh-huh. like oh jesus christ like even like the young hardcore kids are into it now it's not good death metal dude the first time i heard it i was like this is death metal record of the year i mean it is just really? perfect it's four tracks the last track is 18 minutes long it's crazy uh really good leads really interesting it's like really weird conspiracy theory ancient aliens shit in the lyrics like just the the whole thing it's kind of parts of it remind me of nile uh in that kind of dorky super heavy super technical death metal but then some of it is just like caveman shit i love it 
That one sounds interesting. I have not heard. Uh, seven, Denzel Curry Zoo. No, this is we, one, we this is one this. that I agree with as well. Fucking record just bangs, man. Yeah, it's, th- it's this, this is definitely in my top ten as well. Way underrated. Not enough people are talking about Denzel Curry. He's an amazing rapper. I found out the other day he freestyled the whole album. He said, from mind to mic, whole album. You think? He said it. Yeah. He said that three days ago. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know what? It, I don't know The, how the term freestyle gets thrown around a little too loose sometimes. True. I'm not saying that maybe he didn't write this stuff in the past and it was just in his mind. Right, exactly. But regardless, great record. Uh, best song is Carol Mart because it kind of sounds a little bit like Lil Jon. Uh, uh, I am real surprised by number six. Because it's not higher or because it's not lower? No, because it's on here. Ooh. You're talking about Baroness? Yeah. So why you didn't you don't like it? No. That's fair. A lot of people don't like this one specifically. Uh, and, and that is that is where my surprise sure. comes from. Here's the thing. This is so funny. So Baroness Golden Grey is my number six. Normally Baroness would be way higher on the list because they're one of my favorite bands of all time. And I love everything they do. A lot of people kind of write them off after the blue record and uh, and say that, oh, they became a different band mm-hmm. at that point. I disagree. I think it's a really good arc of musical influence. Two different bands probably. But it feels like a, a good music. Wow, haven't done that in a while. Uh, it feels like a good musical arc. This record, I think, is great. I think that it is flawed, though. That's why it's low on the list. I think that the songs are really good. The hooks, when there are hooks, are really good. The jams are really good. But this is a right now. It sounds like a band that is got a shit ton of money, can do whatever the fuck they want. Like a shit ton of recording money can do whatever the fuck they want and spent a record doing whatever the fuck they want. They can they can spend they have a shit ton of money can do whatever the fuck they want except for except for finding a good snare sound. So that being said, another reason it is so low that it's lower than five on my list because Baroness is usually within the first in the top three. I have gr- I, first I tried to talk myself out of it, but I have grown to hate the production so bad. It is so compressed. Everything's fighting with everything. But man, when it's good, it is great. It is also too long for a regular record and it's too short for a double album. They should have thought that through better. All right. Number five, Griselda, WWCD. I agree with it. I mean, we've talked about this. Shit is hard. Yeah. It is. Very, very, very anticipated record, yes. too. And, and it came is, out later in the year. Yes. And this is the hardest shit that came out all year. And who knew 50 Cent still had it in him? Uh, number four, Pedro the Lion, uh, Phoenix. This is the first, this was the first album I fell in love with this year. It came out like two weeks into January. Bought it on vinyl like a couple weeks later because I loved it so much. Big fan of David Bazan, the singer. Uh, Pedro the Lion is just one of his, it, all of his projects are the same. Pedro the Lion is just one of his names for it. Mm-hmm. And this is a just really good, uh, uh, solid indie rock record, uh, softer, but still really heavy lyrically and emotionally. Uh, number three, are we at three? Yeah. Yep. Number three, Benny the Butcher, the plugs I met. I just think this is, uh, the WWCD is awesome, but I feel like this one is just, uh, as far as Griselda records go, is a lot, is just really concise. Similar to the way I felt about Pusha T's Daytona, where it's short and sweet. Every song is awesome. Uh, Push is even in a song on this, right? Yeah. yeah. Can, I, can I say that I think that Push record, because that came out in 2019. 
No, that came out last year. That Did was my was? number one last year. Oh, it came on 28th? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. I Because when I originally did this list, I thought, damn, that should be on here. But no, that I, was my number one last okay. year. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so this record, Benny the Butcher, the plugs I met, I just feel like it's a lot tighter. Uh, every bit of fat is trimmed off of it. And every song is great. And yep. uh, But I got to say... As far as Griselda goes, they're so prolific. I have an entire Spotify daily mix that is almost all Griselda stuff just because they have so much shit. Oh, yeah. So, I mean. They're, they're at that point right now where they, I mean, music's at that point where if you have a hot run, you have to deliver yeah. repeatedly. And they're it's doing just, that It's all just day. wild that Westside Gun has put out two records. Conway's put out one. Benny's put out one. He's put out an EP with Smoke Dizza. And they put out that collab. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Number two, Torch, Admission. You know, Torch, another one of my favorite bands ever. Love those, lo- love the guys. You know, I, I, I can say I, they're at least band acquaintances and, uh, to the point where like I, we're friends on social media and stuff like that. So it's, they're good guys. But they write, this record felt like a rebirth for the band. They, uh, had a, have had a run of records that I thought were good, but not as great as some of their other stuff. And this one really is great. And I, it, from the first time I listened to it, this was just, this is a band that feels rejuvenated mm-hmm. and is just putting out. I can't wait to hear more from this lineup that they have right now because this record is just so good. The title track is perfect. And number one, this two years in a row, I've had a rap record as number one, but number one, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib Bandana. Big fan of Pinata. I listen. I have it on vinyl. I listen to it all the time. So I was really stoked about them doing another record together. And uh, this record is just classic after classic. I mean, every song is just so rock solid. I can love I, it. Can I be honest? Uh, number one, I have to commend you for being able to seamlessly go through several genres and still put together a top ten. That is something that I would struggle with, and it's why I don't have a top ten done. Because after I saw your top ten, I was like, it, like, actually uh, not identifying with some of your top ten made me want to do my own. Nice. So I'm going to do that on a later uh It's later interesting pod. because I, I – like – I, I shaved probably 20 off of this list to get to this point. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I have to do is I have to put together like, okay, you know, rap, hip-hop, whatever, put together my top albums, and then I have to whittle that down, stack, rank them, and then pull together what my master 10 list is. Um, I don't listen to a lot of the, like, stoner and death that you do. I listen to a lot more, like, you know, metalcore yeah, and, sure, and sure. shit like that. And what's what's interesting is like these records when I listen to them, I almost can't take the records that come out in the last like month in December. If they come out in December, it's really hard for me to incorporate them into my no, album of a, the a lot of year. A lot of music journalists consider mm-hmm. them on the next year because yeah. like Pitchfork, Vice, all of them, they put out their top tens of the first week of December. Yeah, because I I can't I don't have enough time to digest it and see if it's got the replay value that some of the other records like, do. Like. Uh, Anderson Pack's backing band, the Free Nationals, just yeah. put out a record uh, a week ago, and it is like I've listened to it probably six times. I mean, it's just like a fucking sweet funk record. Yeah, and it'll probably make my top ten next year just because it came out after I was done with this, <laughs> right? <laughs> because it's just so fucking good. Yeah. So long story short, I'm and gonna, the Acacia I'm Strain's put one putting together. out a record. Uh, it leaked. Uh, uh, the announcement leaked, but supposedly they're putting out a new record on the 26th. Day after Christmas, like three days from now. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't never even caught that. Devin tweeted twelve twenty six nineteen. And I was like, ooh, what do they got cooking? <laughs> and then the PRP was like 
some online store in the Czech Republic leaked the fact that there's a new record and blah, blah, blah. So, hmm. spoiler alert. Spoiler. Uh, so, let's just, let's see, we're at hour and 11. Going. So, it's, I think it's prime time to go ahead and jump into uh, trivial things that bother us. Hmm. Good transition? Sure. Let's do it. And I'm going to start because it, uh, I'll give you a second to think. And also, this is this is going to be a tri- this is a trivial thing that bothers me, paired as a bonus with public fucking surface announcement. Okay. Now, I need you guys to do more due diligence when reposting things, because I cannot stand. And this is selfish, right? I'm scrolling through timelines or my feed. <laughs> And I see things that literally make me hate you as humans. They make me hate my some of my friends or acquaintances or family members or whatever, right? These things make me hate you. And so the one – God. The one that is on my nerves currently because I could probably do one of these every single pod is people sharing that photo that says, hey – Want to really blow a snowflake's mind? Tell them that I can run for two more terms as president since I was impeached. And I I just want to just clear this up. No, the fuck you can't. (laughs) Please, please go back to sixth grade, seventh grade social studies and do your do your due diligence. No, the fuck you cannot. Donald Trump cannot run for two more consecutive terms. Yes, he can run in 2020. Fucking, you know, high likelihood due to the current climate we're in. He'll probably fucking win. I agree with you. Uh, But no, he cannot run. No, this does not nullify his term because he was impeached. No, it does not. Okay? Please, if you fucking think I'm wrong... Google, just go to Google and type this dumbass shit that you share you share memes on. <laughs> type these dumbass memes in before you share it. And this goes for my fucking. It goes for extended family. It goes for friends. It goes for all you motherfuckers. If and you know if what? a meme is too good to be true, you can meet him in the DMs. You can meet. I'll put, I'll give you an address. I'm gonna go set up shop. <laughs> At a fucking local a local area, and catch you can these hands. you can catch these hands one by one. Uh, that's oh, my that's my one. It is funny that you say that because my trivial thing is the fact that nobody gives a shit about anything anymore because everything is so fast paced and because there's always some new fucking thing to be so mad about. Yep. Like guys, the president of the United States was the third president to ever be impeached this week. The first ever to be impeached in his first term the when i'm sorry in 1998 uh jackson right no he was in the second term no somebody somebody was in their first term got impeached and then didn't get enough democratic votes in the second term Uh, well that might have been jackson you interrupted my rant i apologize Uh, damn it i'm kidding i'm kidding go Uh, back go back go back i want you to get get the same fire colin get the same fire it just drives me crazy because like i don't know when i was in high school in 1998 or 99, whenever uh, Clinton was being impeached, that's all anybody ever fucking talked about. Mm-hmm. The president of the United States is being impeached. Now it's like, yeah, that happened. That happened Wednesday, right? It's like, what? No, guys, this is a this is like, 
You don't realize how, what this makes us look like to the rest of the world that we can't get our goddamn shit together. And, and it's just like, yes, the, the lack of understanding around impeachment is alarming because no impeachment doesn't mean he's not president anymore. All it is is a political act where everybody's like, we don't want you here. So please, Senate, can you make up your minds and help us out? That's really what it is. That's all it is. But it's just like the fact that it's like that. That's like a earth, not earth shattering, but that is a monumental, incredibly monumental thing that that three days later, we're more cared about the fact that fucking J.K. Rowling might have said something anti-trans that ruins all of Harry Potter for everybody. Like, that's what we care about. No, guys, Jesus Christ, the president of the United States was impeached the other day. Well, and not because of a blowjob, but because he's actually a fucking scumbag. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> that's not trivial, I guess. No, it's, I mean. No, my trivial thing is that people consider too many things trivial. That's fine. We'll go with that. I'm mad now. <laughs> I should have I started off the episode with this. Should have fired you up on the, just, on, on the video, you, on the on the on the podcast, or on, the, on the audio version. All you can hear is me getting louder and quieter. <laughs> but on the video, you can see it's because I've been like vigorously moving the fucking mic stand back and forth because I'm so mad. Well, that's what you do. That's why that's your mic stand. It's loosened to your exact requirements. Like, so oh, it, Colin's mad. Oh, Colin's <laughs> really mad right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Um, I don't even know. I'm not mad. I just I want to fight people. Um, all right, yeah, cool. Episode 37 is in the fucking. You know what books. though? Because of President Trump, I can say Merry Christmas again. Fuck your happy holidays. Fuck your safe space. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Everybody have a happy holiday. I'm offended. <laughs> all right, episode 37, we're out. <laughs>